if it's okay with you, can you introduce yourself? Sure. Hi. Um, my name is Kelly Brockenhoff, and I am a, by day, my day job is as a sign language interpreter, and I also write um, mystery books and children's picture books. Excellent. Um, I guess my first question, question to you is what, in, in, in your experience, what do you find more difficult, writing children's books or writing mysteries? That's a good question. Um, for me, writing the mysteries are harder because they are about 300 to 350 pages long. And it takes me about six months to get one finished. And I just finished my third mystery. But the children's picture books only have about 300 words or 250 words. And so those don't take me as long to write. But the illustrator who draws the pictures for the book, she has a lot more work than I do. It takes her um, probably about four or five months to do all of the illustrations for the children's picture books. So they're about 34 pages long. And it takes her probably five months to do all of those. So it's a lot more work for her than it is for me. How um, how did both you and your illustrator meet? Well, um, that's interesting. My illustrator happens to be my sister. Her name is Teresa. Oh, wow. And uh, Teresa Murray. And when we were little kids, um, I always dreamed that someday I would be a writer, and she always dreamed that someday she would be an artist. And when we were little, we used to make um, comic books together, and we had a dog and a cat in our books. And um, it kind of reminded me of Snoopy and Garfield. <laughs> and we would um, make these little comic books together. And it was just kind of something fun that we did. And we just stopped, you know, when we got older. So it's kind of funny that now we're both grown up and here we are making books together again. <laughs> that's, that's so awesome. Um, <laughs> um, both of you must be so proud of each other. It is fun. Our parents are very proud of us, definitely. Yeah. Um. How much does your does your sister charge? Um, I mean, not not for you, but um, for mm -hmm. um, or rather, does your does your sister ha have clients outside of 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 you? Mm -hmm. And if so, how much does she charge? Uh huh. So her. 
main job right now is she works at a furniture store and she sets up the displays in the store so that they look nice when people come to the store and buy them. And then she also does um, murals in people's houses. So they hire her to go um, draw, I don't know, um, illustrations or fancy things on the walls of their houses. Or she also goes to businesses and draws um, or illustrates things in businesses. Like, for example, um, recently she did at a an apartment complex. They wanted to have one of those dog washing stations in um, the garage area of the apartment complex. So they had um, like a big bathtub and a shower place and stuff for people to wash their dogs. And so she drew this gigantic mural all around the dog washing station of really cute dogs and then directions of like which which step you were at in the dog washing station process and stuff. So just it kind of made it a lot more cheery looking than just a garage. And then she's also done a lot of other things for businesses in town. We live in Nebraska, so she lives in Omaha and she's done quite a few murals for places in the Omaha area. Oh, wow. So she actually had had illustrated one other book before mine. And so she had a little bit of experience doing a book, but now she's done two books with me. So that's really where she's her first two times of doing a lot of illustrations was with me. That's awesome. It is awesome. Um, she's very good. I was um, reading a little bit about um, you and what you do. I I, I hope that's okay. With, I hope that's okay with you. Um, but I read that you that you um, do. I think it's called ESL. Is that correct? Um, it's called ASL American Sign Language. Okay. Um, sure. Can you can you explain a, a little bit about what that is? Sure. So um, I work with people who are deaf and hard of hearing that use American Sign Language um, to communicate at work or in college or um, at the doctor's office. And most of the time I work in a college, so I go to classes with college students and interpret what the teacher says and then interpret what they say into English back to the teacher and the other people in the classroom. I've been doing that for about 20 years. Actually, I've been interpreting for about 30 years, and that's what led me to want to do the children's books because I have worked with deaf people for a very long time and I have four children of my own who are all grown up and when they were little kids we used to read a lot of stories with them and I saw that a lot of kids who are deaf and hard of hearing when they read stories they don't have characters in them that are deaf and hard of hearing so they don't really have someone in the books that is like them 
there's some books that have characters that are deaf and hard of hearing, but not very many. And so I wanted oh, to make yeah. books. Yeah, I wanted to make books that deaf and hard of hearing kids would feel like, you know, see themselves in the book and feel connected to. And I wanted them to enjoy reading a story. So Duke, I don't know if you've seen a picture of him, but he has a hearing aid in one on one of his ears. And so he, that way, when children read it, they can see if they have a hearing aid that there's a character in the book that looks like them. And some of the situations in the book, like the first one is called Nevermind. And that's because a lot of times if you, you don't hear something the first time and you ask someone to repeat it, or if you don't say something right away, or if it's a little bit, it takes more time, a lot of times people just get frustrated and say, oh, never mind, if you ask them to repeat something. And I saw a oh, lot yeah. of, I saw a lot of my friends that that happened to them. And so I wrote a book about that because nobody likes to be told never mind. It doesn't feel very good. And I wanted people to be aware of that and to kind of learn a lesson from that. That's that um that t- makes total sense um i it would frustrate me too um if that happened to me um as often as it pos- probably happens to the the clientele that that you work with um mm-hmm. it must be so frustrating. Um, I I can't even begin to imagine. <laughs> I think it's true. I think it happens to a lot of people, not just people who are deaf and hard of hearing or, you know, maybe that sign. But a lot of times if you have grandparents or great grandparents and they get older and they can't hear as well. And they'll say sometimes, what, or tell me again. And a lot of times we just say, oh, never mind. Or I think anyone who's maybe shy or just takes a little bit longer to respond or to hear that the world kind of goes fast. And I don't think people realize that it hurts your feelings when when that happens. So I try to make the books about situations that kids who are deaf and hard of hearing will experience so that they can see themselves in the books. That makes total sense. Um, <laughs> do you know if um, your, the, the first wanted to think about doing this? idea or um have has it been taught before or um are you revolutionizing um how um a lot of people perceive and think about how to um listen and help individuals that um, are are deaf? 
I did a lot of research before I wrote the first book because I had my idea, but I wanted to see how many other books were out there. And there are some really good books that have characters that are deaf and hard of hearing. A lot of those books are geared towards older children or adults. Um, a lot of books have to do with teaching sign language, but not just a story. And so my books are different because they are geared towards very young children, like preschool age children, all the way up to about second grade. And so this is a book that a parent or a teacher, or someone at daycare or a grandparent would read aloud to a child. And at that age, there's very few books that have characters that are deaf and hard of hearing in them. So it, it kind of is a special, a unique kind of book. And especially because inside the books, I have, there's photos on some of the pages of a deaf woman who's actually signing some of the words in the book. So the first book has the sign for friend and the sign for noisy and a couple of an eat and mother and father. So those pictures are on the pages of the book. So when the children and the parents read the story, they also learn some American Sign Language at the same time. And then we also made videos that are on my website so that if someone buys the book, they can watch the videos that teach them. Because it's kind of hard on a page to see how to make a sign. A lot of times signs move and it's hard to see it on a piece of paper. So we also have videos that people can watch so they can see how to make the signs and how to sign the story. Have you ever thought to yourself that um, what would I be doing if I didn't have a amazing imagination, a lot of creativity, and I I didn't didn't think of this idea. And if so, if so, what would you be doing? Do Do you know? You know, I love interpreting. It's really a fun job. I get to meet a lot of people every day. Well, before COVID, I used to get to meet a lot of people in person every day. Now I'm on the computer a lot, but I really like doing that. And I love writing books too. So I didn't start writing books until I was pretty old and I think it's a lot of fun. So I guess I'm just lucky that I can do both of them. I'm sure someday I'll have to retire and maybe I'll just write books. But for now, I like that. I'm very lucky that I get to do both. Um, I was thinking that a lot of it is kind of like I was reading. You said that you are reading about me, but I was reading about you also. And I noticed that you I read about your foundation and it seems like you saw a need in the podcast world that there's a lot of podcasts on many subjects. But you saw something was missing. And so you made a podcast to fill that need because you wanted people who have similar experiences to you to see themselves in a podcast. And so I think that's the same thing that I did with 
the Duke books is I saw that there was people who were kind of left out of books and I wanted to make sure that their stories are also told. So it kind of reminds me of your podcast. Oh, wow. That's so, so cool. Um, I, I was wondering if you have, um, Any any questions that, that you want to ask me? Yeah. Um, I saw that you just started your first podcast at the beginning of the year. Do you have plans for a lot of episodes after this one? Or what what's your next plan? Um, well, up to this point, I have over 2,000 views. Um, which is kind of exciting. That um, is exciting. That's a lot. Yeah. Especially given um, the, the the small amount of, of time which I um, just so started my 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 podcast um i've been gaining a lot of traction recently um which i i think is a sign saying that i should should continue um i was all but to answer your your, your question I have plans to interview um, different people at different um, programs that help people with disabilities, um, and which is really exciting. Um, I I I come, I come from from California, um, which has a lot of different day programs that specifically help people with disabilities, such as autism, Down syndrome, muscular dystrophy, um, so social interaction difficulties and stuff like that and so i'm excited for the opportunity to have a a interview process with the different um day programs and um both people that work at day programs and more importantly the the people with disabilities that they serve, um, I yeah yeah it it, 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 it really it really it really frustrates me when I see people with disabilities being served and helped 
but hardly any of them are doing this helping and serving. Um, that makes me upset a, a lot. That's a great point. And I think that's why you have a unique viewpoint and you are doing it and you are showing people that it can be done. And that's probably why you have so many subscribers and views so early is because people can see that you're trying to do something positive and and make a difference. So it's it's pretty obvious. And I bet that's why things have gone so quickly for you. Uh, thank you so much. Um, well, thank you. I'm really glad I got to meet you, even though it was just online. But that's I'm I'm excited I got to talk to you. Thank you very much. Um, I guess my final question to you is what what um uh, book selling platforms do is your book on and um, how would anyone purchase your, your books? Um, and um, I I don't like um, asking questions like this because <laughs> I, I I I I kind of feel like this specific question is being blunt and 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 mean kind of, but um. Um, how would people benefit from your book? Sure. I don't think it's blunt. I think anytime you buy something, you have to decide if it's worth parting with your hard-earned money to get it, right? So I don't think yeah. that's rude. I think that's just life. Um, okay. My books are available from Amazon or from Barnes & Noble's. Or if you have, if people have a bookstore that they like to go to, they can order it from the bookstore. Um, I have a website, which is just my name, kellybrackenhoff.com. And that's where people can find more about me or how to follow me on Facebook or get any information about, about me. Um, and going to say something else and now I forgot what it was but yeah if 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 people just look for um never mind or my name on um Amazon they will find my books the second book is called farts make noise so that one is also on Amazon speaking of Amazon um my podcast is, is on Amazon oh it is oh cool yeah. which is super exciting um, that is very exciting. Uh, do you have any final words of advice and, and words of wisdom to the, the listeners? I am not a super wise person, but I can just, I thank you for taking the time to talk to me and to ask about my books. That was very nice of you. And I got enjoyed getting to find out a little bit about you today. So I just appreciate your time. Thank you. And I really appreciate you. Um, can I give you a, a compliment? <laughs> of course. If there's anything I've learned, it's that women are always right. Women <laughs> are wonderful. 
and women always win. I, <laughs> I, I just want women to be happy. I want women to smile. I want women to feel and be safe and to be respected. Well, you are a very kind person, and and that's that's a wonderful attitude to have. Thank you. Yeah, um, I'm a huge advocate and person that is into, and I believe in women's rights. Well, thank you. We appreciate that. We need lots of people to respect everyone. Yeah. Um, I want to thank you for your time and being on my show and I hope that we can stay in contact as as much as possible. Well, thank you. And um, just send me the links to your podcast when it's done. I can't wait to listen to it. Thank you. I can't wait to share it with you. Um, All right. Sounds good. Have a good rest of the afternoon. You do the same. Okay. Take care. Bye-bye. You too. Bye.